to save the world from ever greater dangers, the Avengers got bigger. Yet when the oldest race in the universe marks Earth for destruction, it's time for Captain America to think grander still as the members of the most powerful team ever assembled head into space to join an intergalactic alliance against the ancient builders. An old enemy deems their home unprotected. Thanos, the Mad Titan, unleashes his forces on Earth in his latest chapter of his endless quest for death. But even when even a world without Avengers has its defenders, among them the secret cabal of History shapers known as the Illuminati, a group of riven with internal conflict, already confronting yet another planet-ending crisis. While their number has members have their own plans of their own, as Earth's mightiest heroes wage war on multiple fronts, their battle for infinity threatens to descend into inhumanity. Welcome, everyone. This is Neo Reality Entertainment. Today, I've been wanting to re-talk about a comic book event that I've been looking for for months now, trying to find. This is what I got during my trip in Colorado. Infinity, the 2013 comic book crossover event storyline that was published by Marvel Comics, written by Jonathan Hickman, with artwork by a rotating team of artists, including Jim, Jim Chung, uh, Jerome, and... Uh, Jerome, I can't pronounce that last name, and Dustin Weaver. This series lasted from August 2013 to November. Now, this is the story that also had some connections with the Infinity War movie that came out earlier this year at the time of this video. You see, there were aspects in this move in this comic that was also put in the movie. Whereas Infinity Gauntlet involves Thanos collecting involves Thanos' desire to spend Put, to snap his fingers to create balance in the universe. This is involving the attacks and defense and the multiple front battle lines. Except without the builders. So, I had finished reading this during my time in Colorado. Yeah, I practically read over 500 pages. In fact, I had finished reading this on the trip back home from Colorado when we were leaving. Yeah, this was a comic book I've been wanting to read for a long time. I tried to find it at various stores, Barnes & Noble, Books A Million, they didn't have it. I finally got a chance to find it when I was in Colorado at a Barnes & Noble store. I finally got a hold of it and I was impressed. I loved every moment of it. Except for Thanos' obsession with fucking Lady Death. Which is something I still find is possibly the most annoying thing about this character. Like, okay, yes, I know Thanos is popular in the comic universe, but I just don't like that aspect of Thanos. Like, his idea of perfectly balanced universe where half the population is wiped out and, and also kind of an allegory to overpopulation concerns and seeing how far people might go just to quell the overpopulation thing and the calling events, should that ever come to it in human history is a much more greater emphasis on tragedy and character as opposed to just also wanting to have sex with Lady Death, who is also a skeleton but can transform into a woman, which could seem as various different angles that could make it look very, 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 very disturbing. That's just my opinion, at least. If you like this version of Thanos in the comics, fine, that, that put more power to you. I'm just not a fan of that one certain aspect. If it was just Thanos being loyal to Lady Death, that'd be one thing. 
But, yeah, I just don't like this whole, he's madly in love with death, so he'll kill as many people as possible just to achieve her affection. And that also creates a conundrum in their relationship, but that's a different matter. I've already covered that, I believe, in my Infinity Gauntlet book video. So, there was a lot of build-up to this. It involves the Avengers, like I said, having to go up into space to fight the Builders with this intergalactic alliance. And, yeah, we also learn that Thanos has been... Yeah, a lot of aspects, like the children of Thanos, also known as the Black Order in the comic universe, is in this story. And, oh man. Thanos is collecting tributes from other worlds, and one scene in particular shows Thanos being offered the severed heads of many alien citizens. I initially thought they were children, which makes that scene much more disturbing. And Thanos just smiles, smiles happily and whatnot. But on to the builders of why they go ahead and why are they in this story. Well, you see, the Avengers have this issue with the builders. The builders are destroying worlds. They're also the creators of civilizations. And now they're going around destroying things. And yeah, they're kind of pissed off. And so they have to go and defend Earth, but they also got to defend the rest of the world, the galaxy, from this impending threat. Also, they also tie into the future event of Secret Wars involving the destruction of the multiverse. Yeah, I I'll cover that when I, if I'm ever interested in reading that. But anyways, but yeah, Thanos, when he learns that the Avengers that the Avengers have left the Earth, he finds this is the perfect opportunity to go and acquire the Infinity Stones because. From what this perspective of the comics, they're no longer around. They've been destroyed, as far as I know. But at the same time, the last people that were known to have it were the Illuminati. Which, I'm wondering why they called that, because everyone would have known who they are, because, well... Conspiracy nutcases like to claim that the Illuminati exists, and in the Marvel Universe, has actually proven a fact. Yeah, so... And here's some things that always kept bugging me. Like, okay, I'm not well-versed in the Marvel Comics stuff, but I was like, okay, did Bruce Banner forgive them eventually over what happened in World War Hulk? Like, my knowledge for Marvel's Universe either comes from the Wikipedia articles of the Marvel Wikipedia site and Linkar's videos. So, yeah. So, yeah. Also, Doctor Strange is in this, and he's pretty much being mind-controlled by, basically that, basically by Squidward. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, there's a lot of stuff going on in this. I, I, I even have the book with me right now, going over some stuff. Like, there's been some issues going on in the Marvel Universe, especially Earth. Black Panther and Namor, and Namor are currently having huge disputes, and it's going to lead to a war. Their civilization, the Atlantis, is destroyed in the process, and that leads to the Battle of Wakanda between Thanos' army and 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 the uh, Wakanda civilization, which is now which was borrowed for the movie. Uh, yeah, and we also and okay, I'm not going into the to the major tie-ins that happened, not the ones that were published in the in the complete graphic novel. I'm talking about the. <clears throat> The tie-ins that show different perspectives of characters. 
I plan to cover that when I'm finally able to get a hold of the Infinity Companion hardcover, but that might be a while, so don't expect it to be anytime soon. So, anyways, the Outrider begins searching for, for the, um... The, an Outrider begins looking around, trying to find... To, to know, um... Where the Infinity Stones are at. Also, while this is going on, the Avengers are fighting the Builders, and... Yeah, they're kind of getting their asses kicked. Like, the Builders are possibly the oldest known species. They're known to create worlds and then also destroy them. So, yeah. But, anyways. <laughs> yeah. Um, like I said, a lot of stuff happens in this. I'm not going to cover the entire thing because that would take forever. But let's just say this. Um... The Inhumans are pretty freaking awesome in this. Probably better than how they're portrayed, apparently, from the Marvel Inhuman series. Which I'm hoping gets rebooted, because since that's not really affecting anything in the MCU, they can just do that. So, yeah. Uh, there's a scene where Thanos demands, like, okay, so what do you want? Do you want, do you want to give tribute, like, hand over all your teenagers and kill them for me? Mostly sever their heads because there's this event later on where Thanos demands tribute from the Inhumans and basically killing anyone from 16 to 22. So, yeah. And afterwards, when he comes back to acquire his tribute, uh, yeah, Black Bolt comes up, stands up, and then screams at the top of his lungs, saying, No! And because he has supersonic abilities, that if he eats the whispers, that causes a great fluctuation of power to come out. Yeah, you can imagine that it was not going to end well for anybody. And in fact, I actually thought Black Bolt was killed in this story. Like, I thought his head was smashed in. Yes, I am that disturbing morbid. But, um, yeah. The artwork in this story... Is freaking awesome. I, I really love it. It's, it feels so cinematic-like. In fact, the poster, the the uh, comics poster teaser they were doing, also comes across as a big movie cinematic event going to happen. Which, if you look at the Infinity War movie, yeah, that's kind of a given. But I really do love this, and it involves Thanos' desire to try and win and. Yeah, I, I don't know what happened between the Infinity Trilogy and to Infinity that led Thanos to go ahead and try again. I, like, he became an anti-hero to an extent in Infinity Gauntlet at the end, and he kind of became a somewhat of a protagonist in Infinity War. I don't know what happened in Infinity Crusade, but I don't know what happened in between that and the Infinity storyline that led to him going say, You know what, I'm just going to be straight up evil again. Even though I feel like I am unworthy of this power. Yeah. Also, there is another reason why Thanos is after the people on Earth. You see, it's revealed Thanos has a son who's an inhuman named Thane. Uh, I bet that was going to be awkward for Lady Death when he was trying to date her. Also, did I mention that, um, uh... Did I mention I have a son? I kind of fucked an inhuman and kind of caused this. And we kind of had a child together. I hope that doesn't bug you in any way, Lady Death. Uh, can I please have sex with you in bed? And Can you please go into your bony skeletal form? Because that would make it much more disturbing for readers. 
Yeah, I'm still iffy on that whole relationship aspect they gave. But, uh, moving on! Uh, yeah, also, they're searching through Jean Grey School for higher learning. I have no idea what happened on that. Like, with Xavier dead, like, he doesn't show up at all in the comic, in this graphic novel. But, um, yeah, I was wondering nonstop. Wait, uh, I did recall reading that Jean Grey and Wolverine kind of had a falling out and it led to two different schools. I could be wrong on that. I don't know. But, um, yeah. The space part of the series, the Battle for the War of the Builders, as I like to call it, was actually pretty freaking awesome. Even Thor was freaking awesome. Like, there are two big moments in this story that Thor shows that I am a badass. Where he goes ahead, they come up with this plan to fake a surrender to the builders, and Thor throws his hammer, and it comes back and goes right through the builder, showing that, yes, they can be killed. They're not these invincible gods. They just build worlds and tore them apart. You know, like every crazy god that exists in fictional interpretations. Or in every single religion in existence that has some form of form of destructive god that likes to kill people for the sake of killing people or people who kill in his name his or her name yeah i don't feel like going into religious discussions but uh yeah along with that thor fights thanos and there is a moment where thor strikes thanos down with his hammer and i was like holy shit because just from that if they had shown that thing alone, that would have been said, okay, we gotta see that. I wanna see that. Like, I had seen this on a review of somebody on Goodreads that showed this scene, and I was like, okay, yep, I gotta see it. I need to see this. Because it was just so badass. But, um, yeah, eventually we learned who Thane is. He's an inhuman who has these abilities dormant. You see, during the battle for, during the Battle of Earth, uh, it's revealed that there's a device, or a Terrigen Mist, I think it was called, that involves giving humans inhuman abilities that had to happen because the ship that hovers above New York has to be destroyed or something like that to activate it, and it causes a lot of people on the Earth to go ahead and developing human abilities, which basically means they've become mutants in, from a certain perspective. Yeah. And... Yeah, this results in the emergence of thousands of humans, and this also gives Thanes his powers is unleashed, where it kills the inhabitants of his town in the process. So, yeah, Thanos fights Black Bolt. He demands to be told the location of his son. Black Bolt refuses, and like I said, I had thought Thanos had killed Black Bolt, but instead he knocks him out, and I was like, why, is he, why didn't he just kill him? Yeah, that, that just kind of bugged me a little bit. So, yeah, we also go ahead and have these epic battles with the Avengers, the Th Thanos' children, the Black Order. They're all subsequently killed, except for one. Proxima Midnight, the female, who's the only one in the Children of Thanos group in Infinity War, she's the only one that survives with Thanos. But you see, Thane has this disturbing ability where he can basically put Thanos and Proxima Midnight into a state of living death, freezing them in amber. 
Okay, so Thanos gets what he wants. He wants to be close to death as humanly possible, and now he got it. Yeah, the Illuminati also is trying to find ways to prevent the impending death of the multiverse. Yeah, that, that's explained at the end. So, considering how that goes, we pretty much know where that's going to end up. That doesn't lead to the resurrection of Mary Jane Watson and Spider-Man getting back together, because that would make too much sense for people. And editorial mandates. But, um... Yeah, we also get. I also read a lot of the characters that I have never heard of before. They never show up in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I could be wrong. I'm still watching the television shows, but um, yeah, there is a fuck ton of characters in this story. We got they like on the graphic novel they show this list of cast members like it's a big movie event. Like, you got the Shi'ar Empire, you got the Galactic Council. Also, Rowan the Accuser is in the story, and he's actually on the good guy side instead of being Thanos' bitch. Um, there's a lot of Avengers, like Iron Man, uh, Captain Marvel, Captain America, Thor, um, Black Widow, the Hulk, Wolverine's in this group. But we also got characters that I didn't know who existed, like Spider-Woman. Yeah, I, I don't know. Manfred... Shang-Chi, X-Neo, uh, Sunspot, Cannonball, Starbend, Nightmask, Abyss, Captain Universe, Hawkeye. Oh, well, Hawkeye's in this. So at least he fought in Infinity War as opposed to being locked away at home, even though that shooter's really... Even though Ross is kind of being an asshole for not trying to get as much help as humanly possible. But really, in my personal opinion, I did love Black Bolt's moment where he just screams no at Thanos, like in pure rage and destroys his home <laughs> yeah also I had to look some stuff up in order to understand who the hell these characters are thank god for the internet or else I would have to buy millions of graphic comic books just to understand one aspect of a character like I was trying to figure out wait who the hell is Captain Universe and then I looked it up um Rather than is a character with a single identity, Captain Universe is a persona that has merged with several hosts during its entire run in publications. Still, I don't understand how that was humanly possible. I thought it was the Eternity. I thought it was a female version of Eternity, the embodiment of the universe. Which I'm still wondering why. How could you put the universe in a catatonic state in Infinity, in Infinity War book? I'm still wondering that. But yeah, Thanos is trying to kill his son because reasons. In fact, apparently he hints, it's said in this book that he has multiple sons he's trying to kill. He has multiple children he's out to kill, and this is, like, what, the last of them? So I was like, Thanos, how many women did you screw over? I am really curious about this. Were they killed afterwards? Like, did you kill the, kill the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the girlfriends or the, the baby mamas or whatever aliens like to call them? But, yeah. I just really loved this graphic novel. It, it was just so awesome, so cinematic. The artwork was phenomenal. Like, it really feels like I'm watching a big epic movie going on. 
I loved all these characters kicking ass and taking names. Thor especially, Black Bolt also. Um, also, Black Panther kind of gets the short end of a stick when it's revealed that he and Namor was foreseen in the early parts of this graphic novel that he was talking with Namor in secret and Shuri, who's also a female Black Panther in this book, yeah, because of course. Which does beg the question, is she going to become Black Panther, a Black Panther in a future Black Panther sequel movie? Because that would be kind of awesome. Like, she, like someone might just interpret her as a female Iron Man to an extent because she's so well-versed with technology. But I would kind of like to see her in, her in a Black Panther outfit just to kick ass and take names. While also being high-tech fancy-pantsy. So long as the one of those thing is dead on arrival. But I digress. Yeah, when she finds out along with the along with the rest of Wakanda citizens or at least some of the guards, they kick him out. Yeah, Namor kind of rubs it in his face like, "Now you are an outcast." Basically, so yeah, Black Panther got the short end of a stick, so his resources are entirely useless. But, um, Thane, he... You want to know who's the only survivor of the Black Order? Yeah, it's Squidward. Yeah, I could try and pronounce his name, but, uh... Yeah, I just don't know if I could. Uh, let me check the name again so I could, uh, try and pronounce it at least once so I could at least say I tried. Um... Ebony Ma. Okay, that's it. Uh, yeah... Yeah, Aboni Ma, yeah, he's the only one of the Black Order that survives. Also, there were actually another... There was actually a fifth member of the Black Order, Supergiant. Creative. Yeah, Aboni Ma kind of had... Like in, like in the movie, Aboni Ma kind of plays his war psychological to gain with Doctor Strange. In fact, in the book, in the graphic novel... He's actually controlling Doctor Strange to locate Thane. Whereas the one in the movie, he just tortures him psycho both psychologically and physically. So, yeah, that, that's a big difference on there. And whereas he's killed via alien style in the first... I'm talking about the first movie. Um, or was it the second? Anyways. Um, but, yeah, he survives and takes Thane with him. And we don't know what happens to them afterwards. I could... That... I don't know. But... Yeah. This was a book I had been waiting to read for a long time. I was not disappointed by this. I would recommend it if you are interested. But you might need to look up to some stuff like I didn't. Because that was a big mistake. But I really loved all this stuff going on. I loved the preludes and whatnot. I was surprised Spider-Man wasn't in this. Like, he was in the prelude segments of this, but then he just kind of disappears. And I don't know why. Like, I read that he's in the tie-ins, but uh, that's it. And, yeah, this did feel like it was a big event, and it was adapted to an extent. In Infinity War, a lot of aspects like the children of Thanos, um, the black, uh, the attack on Wakanda, the manipulation of Doctor Strange by Boni Ma, yeah, it was it was actually kind of showing that yeah, even though Infinity the MCU does stands on its own, 
it is trying to pay respect to its comics where it all came from so that's the one thing i can go ahead and commend them for um this also serves as a prelude to another event comic storyline the humanity storyline in which involving around what happened after Terrigen Mist was released throughout the Earth, activating latent abilities in dormant in humans. So, yeah. This is also the fourth version of the Infinity Storylines. The next one was Infinity Countdown, which came out in 2018, and also serves as a prelude to the Infinity Wars Prime. So, we don't know how that's gonna go, but... Yeah, also, the guys in the galaxy are in this, but not the ones I recall. Like, Star-Lord's in this, and I think Rocket Raccoon is in here. Uh, yeah, I could be wrong, but, um, yeah, also, speaking of Namor, uh, yeah, he's the reason why Wakanda got attacked, because he then lied, saying, the stone, the Infinity Stone you're looking for is in Wakanda, and, yeah, he wanted revenge because Shuri decided to go ahead and declare war and despite Black Panther trying to make peace. But yeah, the only characters from the Guardians of the Galaxy is Star-Lord and Rocket Raccoon. I just looked that up. Um, the X-Men are in here. Well, the only ones I can recall who I know are from the X-Men are Gambit, Rachel Gray, and Kitty Pride, And Storm. Yeah, that's pretty much it for, for me to recognize them. Yeah, you're going to have to, like, re do a lot of research in order to understand who the hell these characters are if this is your big foray into the event comics. But, yeah, for the most part, I really loved this Infinity co comic. I felt like I knew where I was at, and I did love how this was showing political ramifications, all these uh, relationships with the Galactic community, the Avengers worlds that were liberated from the Builders. I really loved that. I love Thanos is kicking ass and taking names. I love the Inhumans kicking ass and taking names, especially Black Bolt in particular, which is why I hope that I'm not as horribly disappointed like so many other people were when they saw Inhumans, but I have no hopes on that. So, yeah, I know this, this video was all over the place, but, like, if I was to go in complete accurate detail about what the hell happened, yeah, that would take forever. So, yeah, um, those were my thoughts on the Marvel 2013 crossover comic event storyline, uh, Infinity. This was Neo Reality Antenna. Feel free to like, comment, subscribe, and donate to two for more.